Welcome to the Tune In and Level Up podcast. I am Glenda Hovenkamp, your host, and so happy you tuned in for a few minutes of leveling up together. I love having deep conversations on meaningful topics, some spiritual, some practical. Come as you are, tune in while walking, cooking dinner, driving, or just putting your feet up at the end of the day. Here's to both of us getting some takeaways that help in our leveling up journey. Hello, my guests today are very near and dear to me. I have my niece, Allison, my niece, Nancy, my sister, Margaret, and we are gathered together to honor a very, very special person to all of us, um, Charlotte Whitener McLean Andrews. And uh, she uh, lived the most sweet long productive life and she passed away uh in the fall just a few months ago and her birthday was yesterday and so we are we are gathered to honor her remember her just to to share our memories about her and this is just kind of a little love fest and such a treat to gather together in charlotte's honor and so I wanted to ask my sister, Margaret, to jump in uh, as, as part of the introduction. And I just want to welcome you guys. I'm so glad you're here with me. It's wonderful to see all of your faces. It, it's, um, it's actually making me tearful just to, just to see Nancy and Allison and, and since I haven't seen you for a while. And um, uh, your mother was so special, not only to me, but to everybody who knew her. And when Glenda told me that we were gonna do this, uh, and I was thinking about what I wanted to say, really one of the main things is the huge lessons that I learned even as a little girl from your mother. First of all, I learned how to swim. She taught me how to swim, (laughs) but the the spiritual lessons that I learned from her that have been with me all of my life. And some of those were before she was even dating your daddy. And I was, you know, a young girl and then a young teenager. And I would go to her house um, because her little sister, Laura, was a close friend of mine. And your mom was so loving. I never, ever heard her say a critical word about anybody. I never, I never experienced negativity in her presence. She was really just the the face of love. She really was so forgiving. And that was a huge lesson that I learned from her. That, that forgiveness is so important and that we can't move on from any situation without being, you know, being able to find that forgiveness in some way. And, it, and it's, been a, it's been a lesson that's come up in my life over and over when I've had trouble forgiving. And I could always think about your mother and how um, loving she was in that regard. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, pass this back to y'all right now and listen to what you girls have to say. But 
I will love your mother every day of my life. And um, she just did a great job of being a human being. She really did. (laughs) Allison, you want to jump in? I just have so many amazing memories of, you know, you're right. She was always happy and positive. I don't remember her being in bad moods a whole lot. You know, we, we grew up in a time where uh, we didn't have a lot of money to go on big vacations or fancy dinners out and stuff like that. And, but she always made the most of the times that we did have when we get out and get away, went up to double Lake or, you know, pulling whatever she had together to take us for a beach weekend in Galveston to play on the beach. And she participated, you know, she didn't sit back and watch us. She got in there and made sandcastles with us and laughed and played games. And we, we always just, she felt always like she was a part of our lives. Like not just sitting back and watching us. Like you see some families do, but she really got in there with us and taught us how to cook. And I remember one time my, my brother Jay and I, she wanted us to, learn how to make fried chicken and mashed potatoes because that was a big family favorite and the gravy. The gravy was the big part. (laughs) And she said, okay, I'm going to let y'all do it. You've been watching me. You asked me questions. Well, we ended up, we did, we did it, but we ended up having a big flower fight and getting the sprayer in the kitchen and then having a spraying fight. And, you know, most parents would get mad about that, but she didn't, she thought it was hilarious and we had to clean it up. You know, it's just things like that, that sometimes I get overwhelmed with those things with my kids and I have to kind of rein that in and think, don't get upset. Your mom didn't get upset about that. It's just a little mess. Clean it up and laugh about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we just get stressed out, but um, she was just wonder a wonderful mom. She really did. She gave so much. So she worked from home and built a bakery up from nothing when, um, when I was about eight years old. And, and did that till, till about a year before she passed away. She did Nancy's wedding cake. It was the last big cake or was one of the last big cakes she did. She did a couple of birthday cakes after that. But um, uh, she loved being in the kitchen. She loved baking. I, people would just show up at the back door of our house. And uh, people we didn't even know sometimes. And because of mom's faith, they would just somehow just come to her for prayer And she was always bringing new people in and inviting people to church and just so warm and loving. And I just have some amazing memories. And if I could just be a little bit like her Mm -hmm. um, in this life, then then I feel like I've accomplished something. She set a really um, good example for us, all of us kids, to love others and um, to be bold in our faith and I think that's one thing is um, I don't mind telling people I'm a Christian, but um, it's rare that I would turn around and pray for somebody in the checkout line at Walmart. And mom didn't mind doing that. If she saw somebody struggling, she didn't always have the money to pay for them, which, um, uh, you know, a lot of people do, but she will turn around and um, ask them for prayer and pray over them and invite them to church and, and then mentor them through the beginning of their Christian walk. And I've saw her do that um, my entire life with people. And um, I, I agree with Allison. If I could just have a little bit of that boldness and um, love for others, 
then I feel like I did pretty good on this earth. Uh, I have so many awesome memories of her too. Um, there's Maggie May. And I think um, my favorite ones are just the time spending, you know, precious moments at home, cooking with her, learning her recipes and learning how to bake. Um, we both, Allison and I both learned how to cook really good from my mom and how to bake. And um, we call each other and ask each other for advice now. But I'll, I'll say that is a trigger when we I can't pick up the phone and call my mother and ask her how to cook something. I'm sure y'all both experienced that after Grammy's passed away, but that is one thing that I always did. I probably did it every day and ask her what goes in this or I know I'm missing something. And I would call her from the grocery store a lot of times. <laughs> I totally get that, Nancy. I know that your mom was the type of woman that you didn't have her all to yourselves because she was, um, had this, a great big faith and such a love for Jesus Christ. Um, and church was a huge part of her life. And she just didn't know a stranger. Um, I'm sure you had the feeling you shared her with a lot of people. And there were times when she would go away on a mission trip and her heart was really like in New Mexico mm -hmm. or, you know, wherever she might want to go on a mission trip. And so would you like to share about, what you've heard from other people about how she changed their lives and how she, she loved them so well. I know a lot of the kids that grew up in the youth group going on those mission trips, I actually never went on one. I can't speak for myself, but um, I was friends with a lot of the kids and I knew them growing up and they talk about how it changed their lives to watch her and to work alongside her and learn how to love people the way Jesus loves just unconditionally for others and, and to serve others first and not yourself. Um, a lot of the youth from our church will talk about that. And even still they incorporate that into some of the sermons because we have several different pastors on staff and they, they have incorporated her into several different sermons that we've had since she passed and just used her as an example of somebody who was faithful and loving and um, just the type of person that you could go to in confidence and prayer. And you knew that she was going to pray for you and pray over you every day. So, um, I, and I was speaking from how it made me feel and Allison can talk from how she, it made her feel a lot of times growing up as a young girl, when mom ministered to people, um, I felt like not ever abandoned or anything, but I felt like she did put, um, put that on the, the top priority of her list sometimes. And she never, ever made me feel neglected or anything like that. But the, there were a lot of times where people were at our home and in our home that weren't probably, you know, the most pleasant people. We wouldn't have normally invited those people over, but she had a job to do. And she felt like it was her mission to minister and show these people love and kindness. And I'm sure it changed their lives tremendously. And, um, you know, at now as an adult, looking at that and reflecting back on it, I am so proud that she did that, that she that she made a difference in those people's lives that she brought into our homes, um, no matter how dirty or how stinky or how um, just non-acceptable these different people would be. Because she, she ministered to the least of these, if you, <laughs> you really, she did. It was never the people that 
shine the brightest. It was the least of these that she would bring home. It would be difficult people, people that yeah. were had difficult personalities too, and yeah. kind of scary personalities sometimes, uh, not always, but um, you, people you probably didn't want to know where you live sometimes, <laughs> but somehow <laughs> mom saw the best in them and, and helped some, uh, many times turn their lives around because she didn't just, you know, help them one time. She continued to pray with them and and mentor them and, and give to them. And even though we didn't have a lot of money, she would cook a meal or make a cake for somebody. She'd made people feel special with whatever she had. Mm-hmm. And she gave a lot of herself and her time. And like Nancy said, I, I was never, I never felt neglected. Sometimes I felt annoyed that people were at our home so much. And sometimes we, I just wanted my mom to myself, but as I grew up, I learned to just, you know, feel like that was the way you should be. That's how Jesus wants us to be. And, you know, he wants us to give everything to him. And that's what we're here for. We're not here for ourselves. We're here to help other people and, and live the best lives we can. Mm-hmm. And you now I remember we went on this, I took her on a trip. Um, I think it was in 2018. She had never been, she, she loved the mountains and she loved New Mexico and the Navajo people. But, um, and she had such a heart for the Navajo people. And always, if you ask her where you want to go, I want to go see the Navajo in New Mexico or Colorado. Um, and I said, well, I'll take you anywhere you want to go. I said, do you always get to go to those same places? Let's go somewhere different. So we went to um, Arizona and Utah to Zion National Park. And we went to um you know, both sides, two sides of the Grand Canyon. And we just had the best, best, most amazing trip ever. But during that trip, we went into a casino. We stayed at a casino that night. My mom had never been to a casino. She didn't really care for them. Um, And we um, met this lady at dinner and she was our waitress. And she said, mom said, something, I feel like something's wrong with you. And I just want to pray for you. Can I pray for you? And the lady just started crying and um, it was a, it was a Navajo woman. And so uh, mom prayed for her and she had had a lot of loss in her life and she had a lot of problems going on and she, her body, she, she needed healing for some things and um, just was having a very difficult time. And, Mom must have sat there for two hours witnessing to her and talking to her. She waited tables. She'd keep coming back and forth. And it wasn't busy in the restaurant at all. And uh, and then the next day we saw the woman again. And she said, I, I feel like I've been healed. Um, and I'd like to stay in touch with you. Like in her body, like she had a lot of pains and things like that. And mom stayed in touch with her for years. I think they were friends on Facebook. And, uh, you know, I just... And that's what I mean, she met a lot of Navajo people during our trip. We went on um, some different tours where the Navajo people would give the tours and she made friends with everybody and she stayed friends with them on Facebook and, and witnessed to them and loved on them and prayed for them on a regular basis. And she was just an amazing example of, of what a true loving person should be and a very faithful person should be. You know, um, my some of my listeners may not realize that uh, we all lived 
in the same town that Margaret and I grew up in Cleveland, Texas, a little East Texas town, and that Charlotte was grew up there also, and that she lived there other than a short time when she was uh, traveling with our brother when they were married and he was in the service. She lived in Cleveland the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. And that you you girls grew up there as well. And so um, you got to experience um, what it was like to, to live just in this little bitty town. And um, then, of course, grow up. You've moved away, Allison, and then spent a whole lot of time in the past year in Cleveland again. Um, but just I know you've you've just had so many memories in, in Texas with with family I um I loved how much my mother loved your mother (laughs) and I was just 13 when she married your father Margaret how old were you I was um well I was in their wedding weren't you in their wedding yes yes I was 16 and a half Uh uh-huh Laura was in the wedding too and um I just remember it was just filled with joy and just such a fun, fun day. And your mother just looks so beautiful. Um, yeah, they were just, they were so young, I think 19 and 20. And um, uh, I, I too remember how our mother absolutely adored Charlotte. That was a special relationship. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really stands out in my mind is very, very special. In a miraculous way, over time, your parents, even though they were married to other people, and a lot, there was a lot of water under the bridge, that you could all be in one household for family dinners. In the last many, many years of Charlotte's life, your dad might come over, even with his wife, Marcella. And all the kids and grandkids could be together, like for a holiday or a birthday, or just when you came home, Allison. I was so proud of them for being able to do that. It just was something that was very healing, I think, for all of us kids to be able to be with both of our parents. And, you know, it didn't matter that they weren't together. And it was just nice to have them come over, even if Marcella and Charlie were there, you know, because we love them, too. Uh, it was just nice to be able to have family and be able to be normal and talk and laugh together, play games together and have meals together and um, share stories. And, you know, they were good friends, uh, which meant a lot to us. It really did be able to take a picture with us, you know, all of us. And, and there wasn't animosity. And I don't ever remember mom really being mad at him uh, or dad really being mad at mom. You know, they were just, uh, they were old friends and they knew a lot about each other, had a lot of history together and family history together growing up. So it was more than just, you know, a divorce or a marriage. There was a friendship that was underlying there and a history um, that they had that that carried on with us. And and it meant a lot to be able to have those moments. It really did. I love that. So we, we're lucky to have your little girl, Maggie May, with us today. Hi, Maggie. Hello. Hi, Maggie. I wanted to be Hi. able to ask you 
what it was like to have your Mimi as a grandmother. Do you have some special memories that stand out in your mind of your grandmother? Yes. Um, one of my favorites was when we went to the beach for my cousin's birthday party and we were outside on the balcony for like an hour um, doing prayer time together. And I just love having prayer time with her when I come over and stuff and cooking with her. What a sweet memory. That is so sweet. And I know that Nancy has a little girl that's very, very close to you who's not with us today, but uh, that you two love each other and that your Mimi just would love, she loved nothing better than to have you all at her house, all gathered up. And that, that's when she was the happiest. That's so sweet. So um, I would love for you, Allison and Nancy, either one of you can go first to share with our listeners what Charlotte would want to say to them today if she were here with us. I feel like she is here with us, but uh, what would she tell them? What, what would she want to say in parting words? Because we're probably going to wrap this up in another minute or two. But what would she say? Um, I, I'll go first. I think she would just tell people to love others and um, don't be afraid to approach somebody if you have that feeling that jumps up in your spirit to to say a kind word or even pray for somebody or witness to somebody that doesn't know Jesus or the love of Christ. Um, she would, you know, try to get explain to people that um, living a life of faith and service is, is the way to live. And without that, you really don't feel like you live with purpose. That was her whole purpose in life was to serve and love and, and be faithful to God. So I, I think that pretty much sums it up. And in, in, in my opinion, um, Allison, what do you think? Yeah. I just think giving back, being selfless, she would always, she was the mo one of the most selfless people I knew. And she was always giving back even when she didn't have it and you know she was a wonderful example of what she put out there and people saw that in her I mean she would walk up to someone and ask can I pray for you and, and give them the biggest warmest hug you've ever seen and she meant it and and then she would become relational with them you know and and build a relationship and and want to continue on and help those people she help people in the, in different women's centers and battered women's shelters. And she was always giving and, and she would make it fun too. She'd have deco cake decorating classes. And I think she just, she, she didn't always want to be serious about things. She, she wanted to enjoy her life and, and, but to others to see that love and faithfulness through her, through her joy and through the fun things that she could give too, like cooking or baking with someone or, you know, going on a, a luncheon with them or, or something. She was just a wonderful example. And I think she'd want people to, to see her faithfulness and her selflessness. You know, she, there was nothing preachy or self-righteous about your mama. She, yeah. she could giggle with the best of us. She was so goofy and loved to laugh. And I just <laughs> felt so loved in her presence. Is Maggie May still right there with you? Yes. Maggie May, you want to tell us what you think your Mimi would want to say? 
if she could speak to our listeners right now? Sure. I bet she would want to say, like, to be kind to people and pray for people like Aunt Nancy said. Mm-hmm. Linda, I really think that Charlotte was one of the most authentic people I've ever known. She was just, she was the real deal. She was so open hearted and so loving and she passed that down to her children and mm-hmm. I see it. And in, in both of you and Maggie, we see it in your brothers. And so when we get to be with you, it's like we're getting to be with your mom. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have loved this talk so much. And you know, the, the lovely thing is that every time we get together, she's going to be with us. I am convinced we will be with her again in heaven. And there's a little bit of heaven right here on earth, just talking about her and thinking about her. And I feel so lucky to have had her as a sister. And so I, I just love you so much. And I thank you so much for this, this time and this conversation. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of us and taking the time to honor mom through this um, podcast. I I can't wait to hear it, listen to it, come back. Well, I'll listen to it many times too. I love (laughs) y'all. Love you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Tune In and Level Up. Please come back. Until next time, let's make every day and every opportunity count.